Hi, folks. This is Dick Flax, your occasional monthly host here on Inside Ala Vista. And as frequently the case, we have the pleasure of the company of Jonathan Aboud, the manager of uh, the community service district, among his other uh, roles that he plays in our world here in Isla Vista. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, thank you for having me. It's uh, more than a pleasure. Well, I think we have to jump right in to the past weekend when there was the now sort of traditional Deltopia happenings, but also Spring Festival. So you don't even have to pretend that I'm ignorant. I'm sitting here as a very uninformed um, consumer of the, this information. So clue us in on what what was planned and what was happening on these fronts this past weekend. This Saturday is, uh, or this past Saturday, April 2nd, was the day that said, you know, normally Deltopia, the first Saturday back of spring quarter at UCSB. And the IVCS, and, you know, the regular Deltopia happened on Del Playa. And the IVCSD hosted for the first time a spring festival at the same time um, in the park at the community center in Perfect Park, right at the top of the loop, going, you know, El Embarcadero out to DP. So we we had our first organized event. It was successful. We had a thousand people there. Our goal was 500. So we doubled our goal and, uh, you know, had local bands and in terms of the rest of Deltopia, um, yeah, the arrests dropped a lot. You know, there was like 15,000 people. I think I saw the crowd size. It might be more, but that's the initial number I saw. But the arrests were only six uh, compared to, you know, 25,000 people in 2014 and 130 arrests. Um, and so same with the citations, not six citations. It was in the 20s, but still very low compared to any other year uh, where there was a normal Deltopia. Um, the medical transports was, you know, people needing medical attention. There was a good number of those, about 28. Um, that's something that needs to be worked on and helping people, uh, you know, use, be, be safer if they're using drugs or alcohol and or alcohol, just helping people be safer, maybe getting people more hydrated so that's something to work on. Um, but there was a lot of misinformation and moral panic by Hollywood and tabloids and news media that made it seem, who covered the story and made it seem that this was a wild spring break party. In reality, it was the, one of the most tame Deltopias, even though the bigger crowd number. So your the original CSD intent was to create an alternative to Deltopia. I w- I'm imagining is that the case? Right. Well, it's not. Uh, we're not gonna. We, we don't believe we can uh, squash or end the other. You know what is the residents themselves want to organize. Um, we're providing a safe and fun event that uh, we think is better than other things going on that day. So we're, yes, it's, it's an alternative in a sense. It's also its own thing too, um, where we're trying to build a new tradition. Understood. So let, uh, give us a, you know, this word Deltopia, the main, um, image that might 
be in people's heads is exactly what you were saying, a stereotypic view of some kind of uh, chaotic scene. But uh, I'd like to understand better what trans actually happens. If you, if you went to either event, what would you be experiencing? I mean, on Del Playa, which, you know, I was there too, it's a lot of people walking, like not shoulder to shoulder, but, you know, a lot of people walking um, down the street, few house, some house, but not a few, there's a fair number, more than a normal day, um, house parties happening, some are exclusive, um, some are overcrowded and dangerous and just open to the public. Maybe some are even sponsored by a private organization to as an ad, um, which has happened in the past and might have happened this year. So there's different types of parties that are happening on Del Playa. Either they're private and relatively small, and they're not. Those aren't really problems. Um, to the ones that are sponsored, those are problems for sure. And then there's the in between. You know, the ones where residents are just having very large parties. Those can get really unsafe with you know, overcrowded balconies, overcrowded patios, um, things like just overcrowded conditions and not a lot of safety there. So those, there's a lot of that. And there's on the street, usually there's, um, what was I going to say? There's just a lot of people looking for something to do. Uh, sometimes if there's out of towners um, who weren't, you know, who, who showed up to check it out, they can't get into things. So they're mainly on the street looking around to find something they can get into. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's not the safest environment out there. You know, obviously there's been medical transports like people maybe drinking and not getting the nutrition or water they need. Um, but then at our spring festival, it's nearby. It's about, you know, two blocks away from Del Playa about, um, and it's in a park, it's semi-fenced. Um, not entirely fenced, just semi-fenced. Um, we've got organized music and live bands, uh, which are IV based, so DJs and bands that are living in IV. Um, we brought in food to uh, that was for sale, but we brought in a you know food option that's close to where people are having fun, uh, so they don't have to leave the venue to eat. They can eat there. Uh, free water and hydration to give out. Um, seating, which is which is a uh, commodity. You know, there's not a lot of seating in public. If you're tired and you need to just relax for a second, you can't really do that. Even if you're at a private house, there's only so many couches. Uh, so we have seating and just lawn space so that people can sit and watch the, the bands play. And some games uh, so that people could do something uh, with each other. So it was, um, it was, so our festival was organized and it was, <clears throat> you know, thought through and planned and had security there. We had, uh, you know, private security that were uh, security guards and we had two law enforcement deputies. And that was, you know, a requirement in our park rental uh, agreement, but also something we wanted to do anyways. Um, but anyways, it was, it was a uh, safe event. If anything, nothing happened in our event. Uh, we didn't have any medical transports uh, occur there, uh, no arrests. So we we had definitely an event that had no issues that you could point to. Um, I could say like just from my experience, our event um, definitely crescendoed towards the 4 p.m. time 
Um, and that's as people were getting tired of maybe being in Del Playa, they were walking down towards downtown IV. Um, they saw our event happening. And uh, that was always our intention that we would be like a pressure valve for DP to help relieve the amount of people there and to cap and to capture people as they're seeing it. Like we didn't do a lot of promotion for the event uh -huh. um, on purpose. It was a, on, we didn't want it to become a thing that draws outside attendees. Uh -huh. but, we, but we also we 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 did. Uh, we also had no requirement to be a local to attend. So there could have been people who were at our, the event that we hosted that were out of towners, but at least they were in a safe environment and they were secure. Right. Yeah. So uh, this kind of interest. So when did both of these events, when did these events begin on, on Saturday, both of them? Deltopia doesn't have a start time. Some people start at 6 a.m., they're uh -huh. drinking. <laughs> uh, maybe <at> so, <laughs> so the reason I ask is because by 3.30, according to, I guess, the sheriff's report, uh, first responders became inundated with medical calls for service and shifted to a tri triage system. Quite try to imagine that for medical emergencies. Oh, that's when they shifted at 3.30 p.m. So it. I guess Del, the Deltopia goes on indefinitely into the night. Until that six. Way. That's when the uh, the county special Isla Vista Festival ordinance I see. Uh, <laughs> goes into effect that you, know, you can't play music after 6 p.m. anymore. And so the, the, the Spring Festival, did you say it ended at 4 or it went on to? 5.30. 5.30, okay. Yeah, so we were 12 yeah. to 5.30 at our event, so... Well, so if you're you're in a position of responsibility. Just I'm kind of curious: is this a day of real stress and tension for you, or were you able to feel, hey, basically this is fun, it's okay? I was out there the whole day. It seemed, it felt pretty okay. I mean, the medical transports, you know, that's something I wasn't there for those happenings. I, I didn't know how many had happened. Wow. I did hear um, the ambulances, and that again, that is something that needs to be worked on. It is also one of the lower years on medical transports. In 2014, it was 50. Now it's 29. So it's it's something that's decreasing. Um, but it's otherwise people were responsible. There were only six arrests and 130 arrests in the past. So there definitely was way um, you know less arrests, six percent arrests or less than six percent of the arrests from from before. So that's on the law enforcement's part for using better discretion and on the residents for being better um, about what they were doing. So, so when the arrests are, are for like disorderly behavior, drunken disorderly kind of stuff, it could be, um, I mean, arrests are when someone has to, you know, be taken to jail. Um, and the citations are if they got, you know, a uh, minor in possession, uh, which those were low too. Those were in the, I think low twenties. I don't have the exact number. In 2014, the year the riot happened, it was 190 citations. Right. So again, such a small amount compared. Um, but the arrests are more serious offenses that get someone to, to jail. Or if, you know, the, some that we don't feel are as serious, like a drunken public where, you know, we think a sobering center could be better. But right now, some people get sent to jail for that. But either way, um, in terms of arrests, which 
still it's 130 to six um, is a huge difference from the past when there was no organized approach to the day. So the people who are there, are, so there's still a lot of out of towners coming to IV for, for the adventure of, of Deltopia, I gather. We don't have exact numbers, but we know for a fact that locals invite their friends to come. Right. And so that's part of the quote unquote problem with disorder could be, I mean, that's been true historically, I guess, but I'm always been fascinated by what you alluded to at the outset about private, privately sponsored parties by whom in this case? Well, in the past, it was like Red Bull. There was one I saw this year where I don't, I can't confirm it was that, but it seemed like it. Um, So I I don't want to say that it was, and people think that's a fact, but I saw at least two places that looked like they could be um, sponsored by a, you know, organization that wants to get their name out, local organization or local business, I mean. Um, But in the past, like ones that have been confirmed, Red Bull has done it, um, a smoke shop from downtown Santa Barbara, or they have like a chain on the central coast, you know, Ventura, Oxnard, Santa Barbara. Um, they had sponsored a party once. So they're, it's just, you know, businesses that want to reach the college market. Right. And so what do they do? They somehow take over a... They just give the residents money to put on the party and put on an ad for them there. It's like a banner. But they promote it outside of Isla Vista, I presume. Sometimes or not. They just at least maybe give them the money to put on the party and then invite as many people as you can or allow anyone to, to come in. But then our, our you know information would be there and they'd see it. Right. So and th- th- those are less now. But And again, I saw two that they looked a lot like that. Uh-huh. And I, but I can't, I don't want to confirm it right now because it just happened and we, we don't know for sure. Well, uh, but we'll follow up on figuring it we'll out. Follow it up. Yeah, because I, something, there's something to me very creepy about that because I'm thinking back to 2014 and the, and the riot situation, which, as I understood it, those kind of parties were an important aspect of what actually happened. You know, it's kind of scary that a corporate entity, wants to create that kind of scene, not necessarily intending any disorder, but, you know, it just seems not Isla Vista. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so those, I mean, those things happen, but there's also some, you know, resident organized parties that were pretty big. But you know, I will give credit. I saw some residents hosting a party that had hired security there. And that's, huh. you know, if you're doing a party, probably is a good idea to do that to at least bring some level of safety to your event. As a sociologist, I'm kind of curious about the following question. How does Deltopia fit into the overall student culture of today? In other words, is this a event that a lot of students look forward to and they're attracted to it? Or is it also as much a moment to get out of town and not be here at all for this? What's the cultural dynamic around it? I don't think anyone really knew what Deltopia is or it was happening. Most people who go here have never been to Deltopia. Right. But they've seen the internet pictures and know what 
to do, which is party during the day. <laughs> it's not that it's not that complicated, I guess. What you need to do to host a Delta. No, but I mean, it's something some students would say. I don't want to be anywhere near this. Uh, maybe I'm sure there's people who see see it that way, but there's you know a lot of people did fifteen thousand people did participate or so, and that's uh even without a towners that's you know yeah pretty big number. Sure yeah. So um, yeah, people, but there was a lot of you know, people to understand people didn't know what it was a lot of people didn't know what it was or um how it happens or what it is or why it started like i'm sure no one understands why deltopia exists but it's okay i guess it's become its own thing a new i guess a new thing now <laughs> but uh people are just going off of what they've heard from the past i guess it's a tradition that persisted even if no one was there for a couple of years no one there was no deltopia since 2019. yeah you know i mean i think this kind of um collective partying type of happening has been always there in isla vista in one way or another as you know as you know halloween and other things were huge occurrences at various times but i'm you know i'm interested in is isla vista true you know there's still a lot of at any point in the last 50 years, you could drop down an IV and the same kind of scenes might be happening on these kinds of occasions. You know, has this evolved? Is, are, is, is the kind of perspective of a lot of the current student body somewhat different from that? I'm not, you know, when I think when, when I first came here more than a half century ago, there was a lot of festive activity, but getting drunk was not a big aim or experience other kinds of intoxication, marijuana intoxication, psychedelics, that was the feature of those days, of course. So I would rather have marijuana festivals than beer festivals, but that's, that's my generation. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the spring festival, just trying to make it a more organized yeah, that's right. way to have fun. And if some people who are there said, oh yeah, this looks like IV in the seventies. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah because the music was crucial, and the fact that there were all these often interesting and creative bands was part of why you would want to be there. It was like an interest in that. So we're going to focus on the music and art aspects to make it bigger. So, you know, we had a chalk art kind of experience there too that UCSB did. So you know, there was an art element, but uh-huh. the bands, the bands were. I mean, the last band, our headliner band, definitely helped draw the crowd. It wasn't just our location, which was also super helpful, but um, the band themselves drew a crowd. So, yeah, and then we had that band at our location instead of at a private party. So we we made sure that they were playing at our venue. And so that as we you know move forward, we'd ha- we can maybe have more venues, more bands, give more opportunities. Um, and then I'm sure the bands, they seemed like they liked to have played the show and got cool pictures of them performing and video of them on a real stage instead of um you know in a backyard and with real equipment and a screen and all that so that's good experience for our music industry too that they get to have that kind of experience of a playing a real show so uh you said at the outset that there was this sort of global uh 
inflamed, crazy media depiction of what happened. So talk about that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the tabloids, like New York Posts and such, um, I don't know, I can't even list the ones I saw. I saw a few, but um, a few of these tabloids, um, they they posted pretty exaggerated stories of, you know, spring break party goes crazy in Isla Vista, California, things like that. Um, it's and they they were just you know they never write about Isla Vista or this area ninety nine times ninety nine percent of the year and then this one day uh, they they fetishize the whatever's happening like the any problems that happen because obviously like you know we did have some medical transports but again they don't these articles don't give any serious analysis of oh here's how this has changed and here's what happened that day and here's the good things, here's the issues. There, was, It's just, uh, oh, crazy party happened in Isla Vista and people got hurt. And yeah, well, like, I mean, there's, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a media, it's such a cheap, easy media story, spring break. Right. Florida or in, I don't know, Mexico. or, And so IV... You could say they could they almost may feel disappointed IV is not living up to that standard of uh of bizarre behavior that you can make a news story out of but um right so, no riot this year too <laughs> no burnings yeah so uh, i'm wondering but i'm it's hard for me to believe that the new york post had any actual reporter on the scene maybe they did or maybe they were able to get a local um stringer to make that report or maybe it's all invented i have i don't know it's it's fast it's kind of interesting yeah i, I yeah and it's like why did they really care who knows but yeah like you said it's easy clickbait for oh spring break party goes out of control that's like all they can really say and that's all i mean that, they don't know anything about the area so that's all they really know how to say right that, yeah so well maybe i don't know it probably had pictures associated with it that they could in a way, I'm happy that people feel enough uh, of an emotional lift to, to have some party fun after all that everyone's been having to experience all this time. Maybe it's a good sign. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there was also like, um, I'm sure there was a lot of pent up energy from COVID and people not having a chance to have had a lot of fun during that time. So all that considered you know that it wasn't it wasn't the most unsafe day we it, people were generally responsible but hey we have something to work on and it's something that we it's always been a struggle for Isla Vista but it's been improving just oh, something God. to still you know we always want it to be zero and zero is the best but um it's not it's not 50 anymore so we are we're making progress and at least now we know what to focus on for next year and what we might need more of um, to do an even better job of keeping it safe. So what else is on your mind in relation to our community of Isla Vista? Um, well, one thing that's going on this month is our mobility survey. Uh, we've got our, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. We have a grant from California to uh 
put to have a uh, how do I say this a sustainable transportation equity program where we can have a mo a mobility plan for IV that looks at how we can improve like walking bus biking um, etc and so we have our big survey out right now I think I think around 500 people in town have taken the survey already but our goal is a thousand at least um, so the survey is on our website it's you know under Isle of Vista mobility plan there's a whole web page for, um, for, for this. People can even join our monthly meetings uh, where we talk about the project. And uh, yeah, the survey is only maybe 15 minutes or less. I got it done in 11 minutes and I live in IV. So, and I had them, you know, if you live in town, you have the most number of questions, but even people who drive into town occasionally, regularly are encouraged to take the survey because we want to know how to make IV just a better place to get around. Uh, in general, and to get through in general, um, people can win a gift card, $25 to the Ivy Food Co-op if wow. they take the survey. So you get a little prize potentially if you took it. Not everybody, so there'll be a random drawing of some wow. of the people who take it. Um, and it's gonna inform our, our plans to get funding for the next many years from the state. We're gonna use the results to create a plan that has a list of projects, that need funding uh, to get done in IV. So that could be bike lanes, bus access or bus service, crosswalks, lighting, sidewalks, all, you know, anything that could help, you know, we'll see what the priorities are and we'll put together a plan of how we could help people get around better. Tell us where to take the survey, by the way. Yeah. Our website, islevistacsd.ca.gov. CSD, go there. In the remaining little time, have you heard anything about next academic year housing issues that might be arising because the campus has set, sent out its admissions? I'm not sure what the actual enrollment goal might be. The story that I'm aware of that they sort of held back on fully populating this class in order to make sure that they don't over-enroll, which I think is a good thought but anything any news about anything about even about munger there seems to be rumor that munger's going ahead which is hard to believe because there's still so much real desire to stop it any notion about this jonathan um i think i heard that the faculty report that uh was being worked on would be done soon but that's all i know that's all i've heard that's major news is that there might be a, the, the, you know, how the faculty had made a committee to study Munger yeah. and oh, uh, make I, some changes. I haven't even heard that that was appointed, but okay, that's good news. It's not a verifiable source, no dates. I just heard that it's, it's, it's we'll been moving along and it could be done soon. So we'll put that in the rumor mill. In the rumor mill. There's <laughs> going to be an academic senate town hall, town meeting for the Senate at the end of April, uh, where maybe a lot of news will be forthcoming from that. So this has been Inside Ala Vista. My name is Dick Flax. I'm a uh, longtime uh, faculty member, now retired here at UCSB. I have the pleasure of the company of Jonathan Abood, the manager of the Community Service District of Ala Vista. And we were produced by the intrepid Lisa Osborne. Thanks for listening and 
Inside IV is a regular weekly feature on the station, and we'll be back in person sometime next month. And meanwhile, every Thursday, Culture of Protest, 4 p.m. on KCSB. That's my show. Tune in.